0: Off. Yeah, the girls can go to Palm Springs. Yeah, we go going to Vegas. <laughs> they can go wherever yeah, they yeah, want. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they can go to uh, Belmont 16. For this. Yeah. Um,
1: <laughs> Recently renovated. Hello and welcome back to another episode of G'day NBA, home of the triple dribble where there is consistent banter and we take ill-advised shots. So, joining me today is Adam for, for another run. How are you today, my friend? Good, mate. Good. All going well. Um, we're currently amongst, or admit, the pre-season. Finally um, kicked off. Yeah, which is good to see. You know, plenty of teams, or well, pretty much every team's had at least one game now. A lot of the big stars are playing, which is good. Yep. Or, albeit, they're only out there for, say, 12 to twelve to 18 minutes, sort if of. That, if, if that. If that, Max. Yeah. But, um, It's good to see, and it's more for teams to give the rookies a run, um, try out their new pieces, and yeah, just just adjust, so it's not really much to go off in in my opinion, but...
0: It doesn't really make a difference when the season starts, like a lot of these guys won't be playing heavy minutes once the season starts, it's more to just give them a run, see how they go, a lot of them will be role players during the season, so um, the stars will get a bit of a poke around as well, just to get the legs moving, but... Uh, it's just a start, so.
1: Yeah, exactly right. So it kicked off on Saturday uh, last week, I believe, yep. which, yeah, there wasn't many games to go off there. They were the games over in Abu Dhabi. Then on the their Sunday, our Monday, um, there was about five or six games that took place. The Celtics took on the 76ers. Celtics won. Peyton Pritchard got plenty of heavy minutes. and all yeah, saw that. On that, that morning, he signed a new four-year, $30 million contract. Came out and dropped twenty six odd points. So, Cash. well, yeah,
0: <laughs> he justified his uh, signing
1: straight away. Yeah, yeah, he he certainly has. The following day, which I found it funny to believe. Sorry to be heavy on the Celtics at the moment, but they played it back to back in the preseason, where yeah, I didn't it, even know. I didn't know that. Yeah, there's there's no really need for odd, it. Yeah, really Whoever done that roster, don't yeah. know what's doing. But they took on the Knicks. Knicks went pretty full strength against the Celtics. You didn't have any starters. Knicks, yeah. Crushed him pretty much. It was it was seven points in the end, but that's not the game of the day on that Monday. It was the o- OKC versus the Thunder, which seen obviously. Oh, okay, Chet, the Spurs the Spurs. Yeah, yeah. did yeah. I say OKC, OKC versus, versus the Thunder? <laughs> the Thunder. <laughs> that's all right. Um, OKC versus the Spurs, which yeah seen obviously Chet versus Wemby, yeah. and from what I did watch of the highlights, it did go back and forth b- between the pair. Like
0: I, I feel like the, I watched the highlights package just of Wemby first. Yeah and every single clip was Wemby dunking on chat or doing something crazy but then you watch the highlights of chat and it was the same thing the other way yeah so what i thought was funny was wemby drew an m1 on a dunk i think it was and like flexed on chat and yep. it was it's the preseason dude so it's good to see. Calm though. down. Like, I agree. I think it's going to be but, a pretty yeah. saucy rivalry over the years. Hopefully, if yeah. they both stay healthy. Well, yeah.
1: If if they stay healthy,
0: what like two strong competitors yeah. at center? That what is scary what about Wemby is that he moves like Giannis does now. Yeah. Like obviously he hasn't got the bulk yet or anything, but he moves like Giannis does now, with all the handles, all the shooting, everything, all those weapons that Giannis had to develop, and he's doing that stuff. Already. Already, which is just scary. So if he stays healthy, I know it's always a thing with a guy with his build that they need to put on some weight. Pretty exciting times for both of those teams to have, like, um, centrepiece players that that are that young. Yeah.
1: Yeah, they're going to be two very fun teams to watch this year. Oh, it's going to be awesome. The expectations have grown on OKC um, due to where they're currently at, but there's no pressure on the Spurs at the moment. So they can just... They can learn and build and grow,
0: and they, yeah. obviously he's going to do that under Pop, and they're just going to be a fun team to watch. They're going to be great, and and the sort of the Spurs have been a bit in purgatory for the last couple of years. They went on a big run where they never let miss the playoffs when they had a great core, and now that's all sort of faded away. The the Duncan and Parker that's era. That's right. That's right. And now they've sort of I guess rebuilt without they fly under the radar when they're going well, and now they're flying under the radar when they're not so good. So yeah. They're just sort of keeping that same culture, I think. And and with a um, centrepiece like Wemby now, they're going to hopefully push again in the next couple of years to be back up in the playoffs and contending yeah. in the West. So. Oh, for
1: sure. Exciting times ahead for San yeah. Antonio. And to wrap up the day, um, a bit of an Aussie watch was the Lakers taking on the Nets yep. and Ben Simmons getting the tick of approval, even though it's only pre-season, to be the starting point guard of that team. Are you,
0: are you buying into the Ben Simmons hype already? Not as much as everybody <laughs> else. There is a lot of people yeah. that
1: are. Um, I see a lot on Twitter. I read a lot on Twitter. I read a lot of articles. There is a lot of hype. I think he we was, was... Yeah, sorry, go. He, he was positive in what he's shown in that game. Like,
0: yeah. yeah. I mean, you can't you can't judge off anything other than the body of work, but you can judge off what's happened in the past. Where, like, I just laughed the other day when the... Videos came up before the game of him swishing threes. Yeah, and I was just like, "Here we go again." But <laughs> he like he played well. He moved well. There's some spacing issues at the net. Still, any team that has Ben Simmons on it has those problems. Yeah, um, so they'll have to work them out. I was going to ask you how long until we get excited because I don't trust oh, him I, yet. I want to see it in
1: the regular season over the
0: first yeah. over the first fifteen games. Yeah. If he if it gets to the All Star break and Pete, which is a long way in. And people are saying he's actually doing well. If he gets an all-star pick, like if he plays well enough, he'll be in an all-star team. That's when, like, the measure has to come at that time, yeah. and and see where the nets are sitting as well. Well, that's I won't make judgment until at least fifteen games into the season. Yeah, because you know they've
1: got a few new pieces and that, yeah. that that they need to work out, um, especially with Ben coming back alongside. How's he going to work with Mikhail. Exactly. Um, if they can work it out, though, that's.
0: Oh, that'd be a good team. Yeah. I can't remember what i had them the other week in our... Um, I had them low, but that,
1: yeah, was, I that was off the prediction of Ben not playing
0: well. Well, that's right. We sort of said all this stuff could be fucking useless if Ben comes out and plays really well. But And they can't load manage him anymore, which is a good thing for him because it means he has to go and play. He can't like just have nights off because he feels like it or because he's got a small, a niggling injury. Like they'll They'll push him to play as many games as possible. Most definitely. So the following day, which was the Tuesday, uh, seeing two of
1: the overseas uh, teams compete in the preseason, which Real Madrid actually beat uh, the Mavericks.
0: Yeah. So So. that that was uh, pretty special. I mean, seeing Luca, he got the big pregame ceremony. As you said, Real Madrid ended up winning. Luca only played five minutes, which would have been a really disappointing for people that went to the games. You know, we get to come back and see our star player. Yeah. That's um, made it big time in the NBA. Oh yeah! So the po- top point scorer was a former Mavs player, Kempazzo, who's playing for ah, Real Madrid now. So
1: I did notice a former Celtics player that I keep an eye on, and that was uh, Yabaselli, who actually also had a good
0: game. Is he with Real Madrid as well? Is he He's with Real Madrid. Madrid. Yeah. He
1: almost got a double double 18 points, nine
0: rebounds, and assists, yeah, wow. and
1: three steals. Awesome! But yes, I can see um, Kempazzo there. Yeah, twenty-six so. and eight.
0: Yeah, so that's solid. That's solid. Solid. Um, Solid points for him. Uh, is there anything else that stood out for you uh, in the preseason? Yeah, yeah. In the preseason, there
1: was just pretty much all the rookies that that we did see. I was impressed with what Scoot done in limited time. Yeah, um, second year player from the Rockets, Tari Eason. Yep, he um he was quite handy. He did get a niggle, but they put him back out there, and well, that's a good sign. Yeah, he's a, he's a sneaky good player, and I reckon yeah, okay. he may he may rate him. So he's he's one to watch, in my opinion. These Rockets are exciting, huh? Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> Again, there's so many fun teams to watch yeah, in the NBA It's going this to be year. a
0: good year for, like, league pass people because there's so many league pass teams that won't get the exposure on the big channels, but yeah. they'll be really fun to watch yeah. if you want to show out to dollars. Exactly right. <laughs> and the
1: last thing on the preseason was actually something that I've been bagging all year is the Clippers boys, Paul George and Kawhi, they both played solid minutes in there. Yeah, wow. I believe in their two outings that they had. yeah, They both had about 15 to 18 minutes, which yep. – A lot of teams there, they did rest their players. Like, the 76ers rested Embiid. Don't know what's going on with Harden. Um, Who else was there that rested all their key players? Yeah, there was a couple of other teams as well. Well, We kind
0: of touched on, I mean, like, teams are not going to throw their star players out and risk their health, but for guys like Paul George and Kawhi, they need to play (laughs) because they haven't played. Yeah. So they need to get some minutes on the court against opposition that are going hard at them. And a lot of the time it is... Rookies and role players that are going to play hard because they're playing for a spot, or some well, of them are playing for a contract.
1: They're playing for a contract, or they're playing for they want to increase their minutes. Yeah, um, which Peyton Pritchard done. Again, I'm talking a lot of Celtics here, but <laughs> he went from a third string guard to now first up off the bench. Now yeah. that um, Smart's been moved on and
0: yeah. Malcolm Brogdon. Once I get some more news on the Heat, we might be able to change this podcast to Get A yeah. Celtics. <laughs> um, but uh, some a little bit less savory stuff that's come out. Kai Jones from the Hornets Bro, has lost doing? the plot. He's been doing some really weird shit on social media the last couple of weeks, tell, calling himself the GOAT, telling everyone he's better than his teammates that have actually accomplished things in the league. Um, and then he requested a trade on his on social Twitter, profile, like social media. Which is a big no-no. What the fuck? Okay. And then the, way the Hornets waived him. So I think he then tweeted he used to pray for times like this. So I think what he's praying for now is to pick up a contract in China because he won't, like, with an attitude like that, he won't play in the he league. He won't play in the league. And, um, yeah. Well, he's Audrey, calling himself the goat. Or to him, he made the
1: NBA, which is 100%. which is an accomplishment in itself. But yeah. he, reg- he barely got minutes. Um, he averaged three points. It says exactly right. No.
0: It says a lot. Like, Referring to himself as the goat, no one that's ever been in the goat conversation had a season where they averaged three points. <laughs> Someone can fact check me on that. Nor but I'm pretty confident. Nor never will they. Exactly. Moving exactly.
1: forward. Um, yeah, I, I did see that, and more poor news out of Charlotte as well. I believe.
0: Yes. So Miles well, Bridges, uh, he's basically broken his domestic violence stuff. So like, he's just a piece of shit. Really. A, like, yeah. You can There's no need for that. Like, there's no room for that in no. any. In life, and he, for a professional sport, he got a second well. chance after 100%. you know
1: Charlotte took him back. And yeah, like you he said, he sh- he's a piece of shit. There's no other way of putting
0: exactly. it exactly. Like yeah. He's still in the middle of serving suspension for his last uh misdemeanor. So he's 20 games into that suspension, and he's still got 10 games of that to serve. He's just signed a $7.9 million contract very recently, and now he's like the Hornets gave him one more chance not to fuck it up. And now he's, he's fucked it up i don't up. I don't see it obviously depends on what happens with his charges will he won't he well if he's yeah if he's convicted found guilty yeah. of um breaching yeah well not just that the actual charges of, like what he's done what he's actually done are, yeah. um are as damning if not more damning than that so the
1: only he's unsavory but the only positive within this negative would be Brandon Miller getting more yeah, 100%. as as a rookie. Yeah. I mean the reason I say that is I picked him up real late in my <laughs> in my fantasy. Oh no, nice. yeah, in my yeah, yeah, yeah. Year, There's so. always a silver lining, mate. Yeah, there's always but a yeah, silver we line. obviously don't condone DV. Far from so, no. Yeah, so I think he, he
0: deserves whatever comes his way. Hundred percent, hundred percent. Throw the book at him. Yeah, I mean, and like I said, you know, within a league of 450 players, there's going to be bad eggs. Yeah, but that's pretty bad shit. So him and Kevin Porter um, Jr. Yeah, so just no need for it. No, but. It's not up for us to make a moral judgment, but he's just a fucking – just needs to get out of the league. It's all so. gone downhill do They since make it uh, easy for – do they make it easy for management? Sorry, what were you saying?
1: I was just going to say it's all gone down. M, uh, downhill since MJ um, sold off his chunk <laughs> of the Hornets. Yeah. Well, they were was going well anyway. before then, yeah, so no. yeah, <laughs> that's, that's the only
0: thing. So I guess the next thing we need to talk about is the uh, yearly NBA GM surveys come out. Yep. So basically they asked the GMs 50 questions – and and then they obviously release the results for the public to see, which is which is normally pretty interesting. So, Pat, what I'm going to do is I'm going to give the question to you. You're a GM. You're I'm the GM. NBA GM. i the, the Celtics. Let's nah, say let's it. go
1: with the the new team that me
0: and Brado came up with on the podcast. Yeah, the
1: Las Vegas High Rollers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that. Yeah, like when they that. come in, in yeah. I reckon they're going to come in 2025.
0: Yeah, right. Nice. Yeah. That'd be fucking sick. Yeah. I might have to go over there. Trip. Get a um, business trip business over there. Business trip. Yep. Do a potty over there Ooh, outside yeah. of Caesar's Palace. Yeah. So I'm going to go through. I didn't pick all the questions because it will take us fucking years. Yeah. But I've got a few questions here I'm going to ask you. Um, you give your answer and then I'll tell you the results. I've got last year's results here as well, which are pretty interesting to look back on. Um, so, NBA Finals winner this year. Overall chip. That's it. Who who's the winner? Who wins oh. it? Let's go. You can go. There's two teams you can pick because it's high. I don't. I don't like going.
1: Well, I believe I know the two teams. Okay. And I believe, or a lot of teams don't go back to back, but I believe it would be be between Denver
0: mm-hmm. and the Celtics. You are spot on the money, but. What I really like is number five, the LA Clippers. 3% of the no, – no, no, not 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 saying it's a good tip. I was surprised to see them there. Yeah, like, sorry. I, I thought f- you were saying it no, a good no, no, tip. No, 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 sorry. Like, I just can't so see it. So 3% of the vote, which is, I don't know, that's not many. Yeah, still to be in fifth. Yeah, you come fifth. And 23% also had them finishing top three. Okay. Phoenix Suns, 7%. Milwaukee, 23%. And then Denver and Boston tied thirty three percent. Okay. So um, uh, the, uh, the main one that stood out there for me was the Clippers, three percent. Yeah. Last year the Bucks picked up forty three percent, so they so they were ten percent higher than the yeah. results this year. Okay. Yeah. Yeah.
1: No, I I can see Denver going back to
0: back. Yeah, for,
1: sure. for they, sure. Even though they did lose Bruce Brown, I believe the role players that they do have to play alongside Jamal and obviously yeah. Jokic exactly. They're yeah, just exactly. yeah. They're I think
0: late. too, like really, that's going by the seating. That's the matchup that most people would have had at the start of at the start of the conference finals. Everyone would have said Nuggets versus Celtics because the Celtics should have wiped the floor with the Heat. Yeah, really, but not to bring up old trauma. <laughs> um, Mate, I've let that. I've just gotten yeah, over Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's going to be back soon. Yeah. Hey, if you were starting a franchise today and could sign any player in the league, who would it be? Okay. It can be, you know, the player themselves or well, what, what they bring to the team as that's such. That's true. And also, you have to think about do you want someone that's already established or do you want someone, someone that's, that's a little got bit, got a bit more what? ahead of them? Yeah. Yeah.
1: I was going to say, give me Jamarine in Las Vegas, but that is.
0: Oh, yeah. That's a big no no. That's a. <laughs> He couldn't even fucking behave himself. In, in Memphis, Memphis bro. imagine <laughs> him in Vegas. <laughs> he's like, like he's okay, not living in Someone, like New Yorker, like, okay, yeah.
1: this is this is going to Las Vegas. So this is someone that's got to be level-headed, who's pretty early on in their career, but has room to grow. I'm gonna go one that's a bit sneaky. Give me SGA from Oh the, yeah, Oklahoma okay.
0: okay, cool. City Thunder. He's probably not on the list. He's in the, uh, so a couple of these have also receiving, like all the also runs. Yeah. So they've got the top five and then the also runs. So SGA is in the also runs. Yeah. For that, which is pretty cool. Like, I mean, because you had him tipped as a smoky MVP. Yeah, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a fan of him. Yeah. um So the actual results, fifth, Anthony Edwards, 7%. How do you think he'd go in Las Vegas? Yeah, so that's the thing. When we spice it up and say it's in Las Vegas, and some it, of ch- it changes, players, sorry, mate. Yeah. Well, I guess most of the other players in this team, I don't think it would matter, but Guys like him probably not. So he he was seven percent. Luca was ten percent. Okay, which I don't mind because I I love watching Luca. I think yeah. he's so good. Um, Giannis thirteen percent. Victor twenty three percent. I just haven't seen. I I need to see. That's him. that's the hard thing with him. And yeah. Jokic thirty three percent. It does yeah. show how high Jokic, yeah everyone is on Victor. Yeah, like you know he got a quarter of the vote, which is pretty impressive. Crazy man off but, um, off a couple of summer league and pre-season yeah. games. I guess. Obviously, what he's done in Europe, hundred percent, but it's, it's still so early, and like, I mean, it's no different to. It's basically the same as having a draft, and here's the first pick, which is what Spurs had. So they've made that decision, yeah. But I suppose, yeah, Nick, like Jokic is top thirty-three percent, which is not um, super surprising considering what he's already achieved. Yeah. But uh, robbed of uh,
1: four. Four years in a row, he's gonna get MVP this year. Yeah, which would yeah. make him four MVPs
0: in a row if he won it last year. Yeah, crazy. It's crazy. Well, last year's was um, again last year had a, well a few of the old sirens actually. Steph Curry, which is interesting because he's like, how old is he now?
1: He's getting on. He's early thirties.
0: Yeah, maybe thirty three. I'm I'm early thirties. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think he's older than me. I'm thirty three. He's okay. I think he might be a year or two older. So Thirty-five, maybe, yeah. Okay, yeah, because <laughs> yeah, shit. No, you're probably right because LeBron's thirty-eight. Yeah, that seems about right. So Embiid got a um, couple of votes. SGA, as we said, and Jason Tatum. Yeah. nice. So uh, last year's was Giannis. He got fifty-five percent last year. Yeah. So really, the stock on Jokic has grown, and the stock on Giannis. well, I suppose Wemby being there as well has diluted it a bit. Yeah. But um, it's just all balanced out, really. Yeah, pretty much. You like this one? Which team made the best overall moves in the offseason? Oh, I have a tie again. Uh, I know what the answer is going to be. Is it
1: a tie? Okay, is it a team from the East, a team from the West? No. 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 So they're both going for the Celtics and Bucks. Yeah, man. Yeah. Well done. Yep. Yeah. But so. in my opinion, I was pretty high on the Lakers' offseason moves yeah, for sure. at the start. Yep. But when we signed Drew, that mm. gave me a big tick of approval. Yeah, and the team that's done the most. Sorry, yeah, the team that's done the most for what they gave up or what they got for what they gave up was the Blazers, man. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, I like what they've they've done. Mm. I think if I think Scoot can be him. Yeah, yeah. For sure. I think he can be a replica sure. of Dame. Yep. If not better. Yeah. So that's that's, it's a, big that's call. a big call. I know, man. it's a that's big, big call, call. But
0: I'm that high on on Scoot. I was the same with Dame when he first came in. I loved watching Dame yeah. the whole time oh, he was f- there. Yeah, he's a fun player to watch. And being that was back when Lamarcus was playing there too, wasn't he? Yeah, Lamarcus. So soldiers, like yeah. that was a good combo to roll into straight up. And they're different S- style of players, but having Scoot and Scoot and Aiton and Aiton, yeah, like it's it's a they the, picked up plenty of picks too for the coming years. So like I like to see them do well. It's a shame that Love won't be there for it because yeah. he's sort of it's a house that he built at the moment, but um, it is what it is. So yeah, um. At fifth, we had the Rockets, seven percent, tied with the Mavs. Yeah, Lakers at thirteen percent, Blazers at seventeen percent, and then Bucks and Celtics both at twenty three percent. Yeah, and this was a different question we haven't put in here, but Drew picked up thirteen percent of the vote in who picked up, who will have the biggest impact at their new team. So Drew, yep. Drew got top dog. Yeah. Oh no, sorry, he wasn't the top, but he picked up thirteen yeah, percent of the vote. Yeah. Okay. So which was
1: um. I have cool. to disagree with the Mavericks. I think what they gave, yeah, it, I don't, I didn't, yeah, yeah. I, I, I can't agree on that one because we're yet to see Kyrie and Luca mm. just click like everyone thought they were going to, yeah. and they gave up some solid defensive players in Finney Smith um, and Spencer Dimwitty. Yeah. But yeah, I know they picked up uh, Grant Williams in the off season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, a few other bits and pieces. Me and Beardy were talking about it last week, but yeah, yeah. I yeah, have to disagree I with
0: that one. I'm a bit. I don't know if you can remember what you picked uh, the Mavs to come in the West. I think you know, i have got them about seventh. It's still memory. such a shame because, like, with Luca, with the right players around him, they should be top four. Should like be. He's he's the sort of player that needs that, like, would be craving that success, and he just needs the right players around him to make it happen because he just does everything. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, uh, also receiving votes was the Pacers and the Thunder. We've spoken about the Thunder already. Yeah. Um, last year's winner was the Cavs for 41%. That's when Donovan...
1: Yeah. Donovan, and was Jarrett Allen... uh can well, He remember. might have been drafted mid-year.
0: Yeah, I can't remember. Yeah, he, he not in, drafted. Yeah. He must have been... Tra- I think he got yeah. traded mid-year, yeah. Yeah. So they had 41%, so there's a lot of... It's a bit more diluted this year. A lot of the time, the um, this year, the top one has been a lot lower than it was last year, so yeah, it's interesting. So... Who was the most underrated player acquisition? I'm biased towards this, dude. <laughs> Am I right? I think you're going to be right, yeah. <laughs> to the Pacers? Oh, nah. no. Off the mark. No, he, that's tied. I'm only biased because okay, I'm... so we have a have a five-way tie at third and then two and one. Okay, well, there's the two guys that the Pacers got for nothing, which was Bruce Brown and Obi Toppin. Bruce Brown's there... Uh, Obi Toppins in the also receiving votes. Yeah, I like that. Fred Van Vliet to Houston, Max Struess to Cleveland. That's a good one. Okay, um, Yusuf Nurkic to set, to Phoenix, which is interesting because he was in last week. Yeah, I'm absolutely pasted him. Yeah, I'm not a fan of Nurkic. No. So sorry, he's, no, either, no, no, he, no, he's yeah. either injured or getting absolutely dominated in the paint. Yeah. See, I didn't mind him before he got injured. Like that, they, yeah. they were in a, in a deep playoff run then when that happened. It sort of fucking derailed them. Yeah. Was that against the Warriors maybe? I can't remember. It was a couple of years ago. It was yeah. a while ago now. It might have even been pre-COVID. Yeah, it was. It was a while ago. Yeah, that's back but when he was good pre-COVID. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we were all good then. I yeah. Pe- I think oh, I pe- yeah. I think we'll, I peaked before, we'll, before we'll COVID. Out prime, <laughs> man. Yeah. Um, so was, Bruce Brown. Sorry, guy. Who was the
1: top dog uh, from the east or the west uh, for this uh, underrated? West. Oh, this has got me absolutely stumped. The top two are west. All right. You're going
0: to say Gabe Vincent? No. no. All right. I got nothing. He's not even oh yeah, he's in the also Rens. And- Andre Aiton's in the also Rens. Miles Bridges is in the also Rens, but you can scratch that one. Um yeah, gone. I'm I was gone. watching those videos the other day, they're fucking hilarious. <laughs> um we'll get to that later. Yeah. <laughs> um Drew Holiday's in the also rens. Uh but yeah, you have Van Vliet, Struce, Nurkic, Bruce Brown, and Dylan Brooks all tied at seven percent. Yeah so Houston have two in the top five. Grant Williams to Dallas, fourteen percent. Okay. Didn't have and that. I'm I'm so shocked you didn't say this because you're like straight away you were like I'm so high on this guy, Marcus Smart, Memphis. Yeah, percent. Right. Yeah. Last years was Malcolm Brogdon. Yeah. Okay. So what was the topic? Underrated. Most underrated acquisition. Yeah. So, so yeah. Mo- like most underrated, they got moved. Yeah. So See, I probably wasn't thinking about because I probably had that properly rated. Like in yeah, terms of, I think the league is well aware who Marcus Smart is. And yeah, true. Yeah. True. So, who is the best head coach in the NBA? Have to be Spo. It is Spo. Yeah. Uh, Last year was also Spo, but his stock has climbed. Last year, 52%. This year, 73%. Yeah. I
1: was going to say, man, if you can get a team with Jimmy Butler and Bam and the rest, what? Oh, Kyrie Lear. Well, yeah. But outside of that... Draft picks and, sorry, second round picks and undrafted players. Yeah, man. If you can get that team to the NBA finals, you deserve to get He's an incredible incredible coach. Coach. Steve Uh, Kerr second?
0: No, third. Third. He's tied third with Pop. Yeah, Um, Who's second? He he, he got second. This is a good one. Been in the league for a while? Uh, Yeah, I'd say so, yeah. Long enough? Yeah.
1: Well, it's not Milwaukee's coach. He's gone. Trying to think who else is up there. Wouldn't be Darwin Ham. He's too young. We've no, spoken yeah. about this
0: team already. Spoken, Not that they came first. We've spoken about a lot of teams already. Yeah, we've sort of every time. Okay, scrap that. <laughs> uh, is it a surprising one? Second, or um, I wouldn't say so. Oh, maybe the team is surprising. So I guess so. But the the, the name is familiar. I've, I've honestly got nothing. It's Ty Lue, Clippers. Yeah, ten percent. Sure. Um. So Spo, like I said, he's a stock climb from last year. Michael Malone was fifth at three percent. Uh, so maybe he just got the Denver vote. Yeah. So yeah. Just while we're talking about Miami, can we talk about Jimmy's hair?
1: Oh yes.
0: <laughs> What's doing? I think he is just. What's doing fucking, in South Beach? He's, he's a certified weirdo, but he's so far into this trolling. It's the weirdo it's, that you need, though. That's exactly right. Yeah. Exactly right. He doesn't give a fuck what anyone thinks. He's the man. He's made it this big distraction from their preseason. Yeah. Like, and everyone's talking about his hair and stuff, but then we'll get to the middle of the season. And everyone will just accept that's Jimmy being Jimmy, yeah. And it'll be back to the heat, just playing basketball. It was, it was just so peak Jimmy to do what he did. I love his upbringing too, man. Like yeah, Sorry, yeah. not his, his upbringing, but his is great. story. His story like, is so great. And um, to he, be
1: what he's been through,
0: and yeah, yeah. I I agree. Get, I agree. It's yeah. so
1: awesome, and like it's a If listeners, if you haven't uh, done a bit of YouTubing, jump on YouTube and what, just look up like the the story or the life of. Jimmy Butler,
0: um, yeah. There's about a little twenty-minute um, like documentary that someone's yeah. made, and it's elite. It's awesome. Yeah, he's, he's come from nothing, and now like he's. It's different when you're oh, like being a weirdo and you're not any good. Yeah, But he's so good, but, but yeah, he, well, like a heart and soul of that team. It's exactly the sort of player that the Heat um, need because he's gone to other systems and hasn't worked out because uh, he hasn't gelled with the team or the coach. But it seems like he's landed in the right spot in Miami. I fucking love him. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> okay, so next question. Which active player will make the best head coach one day? I like this one. See, and now this is... The same guy won it this year as last year. Oh, oh sorry, okay. I, well, yeah, I haven't done that research. But
1: <laughs> the thing is here, it's not normally your big name players that mm. um, that come out and become head coaches. Yeah. Like Jared Dudley was, is now an assistant. at like Luke Walton. The, the Mavericks. He, he was a Lakers coach, he was like his coach yeah. wasn't he? Yeah. Um, he was at Sacramento as well. Yeah, he's done a, he's done a few yeah. Um yeah. Brado was saying the other day, um, A.J. Griffin, who's now coaching the Bucs, I'd never yeah. heard of him before um, coaching, but apparently he was in the league yeah, right. for both Celtics, Bucks, and maybe a few other teams yeah. as well. Is it a notable
0: player? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. She, yeah. Don't say LeBron James. No, no, no. I don't think he even got – he didn't even get votes, yeah, actually. Good. That's interesting. Oh god, this could be anyone though. This could be absolutely it, it, be anyone. It, it could be anyone in the league because anyone's eligible. <laughs> no, but yeah. <laughs> Thanks, mate. <laughs> that that really narrows it down. Four hundred you're one in four fifty chance of getting this. Nice. <laughs> I like it. Nah, he's notable like though, like notable high IQ player. Luca. No.
1: All right, I've got nothing. Chris Paul. Good
0: yeah. Chris Paul. Yeah. He he was winner last year too. Last year was thirty two percent. Number f- tied at fifth. Fred Van Vliet and Drew Holiday. I wouldn't have picked that. Tj McConnell. He Tj McConnell is probably one of the ones that you were sort of referring to. Not that well known. Yeah. Not. But great, he, but great basketball IQ. But among the GMs, he must be well known as a high IQ player. Yeah. Which is a pretty big compliment to go like him. Garrett Temple was tied at number two with Mike Conley. Wouldn't have picked that. Mike Conley, I probably could have could have seen. But yeah.
1: Um, Chris Paul I, does make sense.
0: I guess too for the GMs, they know what these players want to do when their career's finish, so that probably biases the vote a bit. Other guys that got votes, Jokic, Patty Mills, yeah. uh, Monte Morris, Grant Williams, Jalen Brunson. Grant Williams. Yeah, yeah, Grant Williams. Fucking hell. Um, Jalen Brunson. But, I mean, is there any guys here that wouldn't – being a coach in Las Vegas, holy fuck – like, <laughs> just also yeah, putting out spot fires of your players. Left, right, and centre. Left, right, and centre. And putting out your own spot fires. If you'd I'm very interested to see if they do put this team in Las oh, Vegas. It'd be so good. It'd be so good. Business trip, Pat. Yeah. Business trip. Business trip. Um, tax right off. Yeah, the girls can go to Palm Springs. Yeah. We're going to Vegas. They can go wherever they yeah, want. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 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 they can go to uh, Belmont 16th. we Yeah. <laughs> um... Recently renovated. Which team's level of success this season is the hardest to predict? <laughs> level <laughs> of question. success. Is hard to pre- hardest to predict. I would have thought last year's winners were up there again. but Their level of success. So in terms of... So I mean, yeah, le- level of success this season is toughest to predict. I guess because of some of the things we've spoken about in the past, like players resting... Like yep. you know, well, holding out yeah, like that makes sense. The Clippers, Clippers are tied fourth. There's a yeah. three way tie for fourth.
1: Yeah, the Clippers would be yep. um, simply on. You don't know how many games they're, they're two stars exactly. going to play. Yep. The health of LeBron and AD would be another one in LA. They got the votes. But Lakers. Not, they didn't make top five. Okay, I might go Sacramento. Let very left field. As are they expected
0: to go as good as what they did last year? That's that's a good trick. Because they
1: overachieved last year, that's for sure.
0: They really did. They didn't make it. The winner was 76ers. 30%. Or a big circle around Harden. Exactly. Off the back of that. So that's that's probably the biggest one. Mavericks tied second with OKC. See, I have OKC doing better than what people are probably seeing at. Yeah, and I have
1: have Dallas not doing as good as what obviously their their franchise is, is expecting.
0: Uh, and a few other ones here like that like New Orleans obviously depends on Zion, Zion. Clippers at 10% Phoenix Suns 10% yeah um, because Phoenix obviously moved a lot of stuff around um, and yeah like I said most of them it's to do with injuries um, load management the Lakers right. are in there Golden State's in there which is okay. interesting like in the also receiving votes I think um, they'll be fine Golden State yeah I think so as well so which player is the best leader Joker He came third, 17%. What I liked down the list a bit, we had a three-way tie at fourth. Chris Paul, Damian Lillard, Jimmy Butler. Yeah. Stephen Curry was second, 23%. Was first from the east or west? West. LeBron James. LeBron James. Yeah. 27%. Yeah. So Chris Paul has dropped down. He was 34% last year. Uh, Also receiving votes, Giannis, Jalen, Dre Green and Drew. Yeah, so I mean, it's obviously it's GMs voting this, so they would see what it's like in the locker room. They et cetera, see and et hear. They they definitely yeah. speak amongst exactly. One so Steph Curry, that's a good good chat at second like that. Obviously, that's more of an inner locker room thing to see that. But yeah. he's been in the heart and soul of the Warriors forever, ten plus so, years. But yeah, since um two thousand and nine rookie. Two thousand nine was, was his rookie, wasn't it? Uh, I want to think. I would think two thousand and ten, eleven, because I watched him play. Yeah, 2011-12 okay. I was over there In March 2012 And yeah. we watched him play yeah. That was He He started uh, They had Monte Ellis back then It was that long ago All And right. um, I'm it pretty did. sure Clay was on the bench Clay was a bench player It was, he, he was, it was his rookie year Okay The year that we went So and they you, got hammered by the Grizzlies That was the Zach Randolph Grizzlies Mike Conley Zach Randolph era? Yeah uh, Conley I can't remember man. They were there was, together weren't they? I can't remember I think it might have been before Conley Okay It was definitely Zach Randolph though Okay. Uh, so.
1: Sorry. Steph Curry was 2009. Oh, right. There you go. Well, and Clay Thompson, I'm going to say 2011. Oh,
0: I'm going to say he was
1: 2011.
0: 2011. I mean, yeah, it was his yeah, third was. season. Yeah, right.
1: There yeah. you go. Well, I my stats are not up to, up to line. I've did, um, I have just know uh, Curry's rookie year because I've been looking at his rookie cards. Oh, right. Yeah. yeah fair enough. Fair yeah. enough.
0: Okay. Who would you want taking a shot with the game on the line? Don't think too hard. Give me Dame. Oh, yep. Dame's Dame's third. And I mean, a lot of that is off that shot that he hit. Dame time shot. So fucking good. That was the best. All right. Curry's got to be on that list. Curry's number one. Yeah. 37%. Yeah. Uh, KD, two, 27%. Lillard, 17%. And then Jimmy and Jokic, 7% each. Yeah. Yeah, both, both good shouts. Also got votes, Luca and Kyrie. I think KD will be
1: dropping off that list okay. sig- significantly coming up because from all reports, even KD said this is Book's team moving forward.
0: Oh, right. And okay. Booker is a clutch player. Yeah, yeah, 100% he so, is. Yep. He's sort of just moving in. How old is he now, Book?
1: Uh, he was in – he'd be not getting on. He'd be – I think he was in the 2014
0: draft. Okay. Marcus yeah. Smart Draft. So, well, he'd be like nearly 30, 28, yeah. 29. Yeah, Smart. Which is sort of the time around. when you need to be... You hit your peg, ...being that guy that hits those shots. Yeah. So, last one. Which player is most likely to have a breakout season, 2023-24? Number one. That's me to say it because
1: Jimmy and Bredo hate how much I talk about the Lakers on here, but i got Austin Reeves.
0: Oh no, he's not here. He's not on the list. He's not here. Wow, that's interesting. It will
1: his breakout like he most improved or? See,
0: this is what I don't like about this this question. It's a it's like Kate, it's a, Cunningham, it's very open. Kate Cunningham's second. Paolo Banquero is fourth, but Paulo, like these guys are so young, and they should be getting better. Yeah, like they, they yeah, they, if they're not getting better, exactly, they should be getting better. It's like when you, um, when guys get most improved. When they're in their second year, it's like you, Jar, You ja should, got it, but you should be getting better your second year. Yeah, like you be should ready. be better than your rookie year. So Anthony Edwards was first, thirty-two yeah, percent.
1: Yeah, and I say so this is where a lot of the American media and podcasts like they get so high off the back of FIBA. Yeah, like, oh, this was Ant's team in yeah. FIBA, and this yeah, and that. Yeah. And I I don't buy into it. Well, that's right. Um, yeah, look, he's probably deserved to be in for a breakout
0: year as such. Yeah, but I mean, he was okay.
1: So who was third? You gave me
0: uh, yeah, so Ian at first, first,
1: second we Cade t- Cunningham second, twenty
0: yep. percent. Yeah, Franz, well, yeah, I like Thirteen percent, I like that. And then Parlow Parlo, Parlo was tied with Tyrese Maxi at fourth. Yeah, so that was that was it. So and that's obviously range. again off the back of Harden. Yeah, exactly. Ma- if, if Harden goes, Maxi's games
1: can exactly. go through right, the
0: roof. Exactly right. uh, who else got votes? Desmond Bain, Bridges, Mikhail Bridges, uh, Tyrese Halliburton, Chet Holmgren Kyrie. Kyrie, that's interesting. How can he have a breakout season? Year. What the fuck? He's on yeah, the back end of that's, his career. That's really yeah. odd. Evan Mobley polled votes again, but he came first last year, he had 21 percent. I like Mobes. So yeah, so do I. He's, he's still growing, he's still learning. But that is the NBA GM survey. How'd I go, mate? Uh, <laughs> I didn't keep score. You're on the right track in a few of them, but some of them are so loopy. Like, yeah, there was a few that, um, yeah, I.
1: not that I didn't understand the question, but it was quite quite an open question in, yeah, in my opinion.
0: Yeah, 100%. I mean, there was some other boring ones, like who's the best point guard in the NBA, who's yeah. the best small forward in the NBA, like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, but some of the, I've tried to pick some of the more interesting ones. Yeah, no, I like that segment. That was fun. Yeah, the, Active player being a head coach one day, that's my favourite, I think, because you get a bit of a insight into how the GMs view certain players' certain brains, players. like how they how they must talk about the game. Well, pretty much every basketball
1: player that gets interviewed when they are asked about um, Chris Paul, yeah. is his basketball IQ is just through the roof. His yeah. basketball IQ is elite. It's crazy. His
0: basketball this and that. So. It's like when you're I listen to a lot of podcasts, basketball and footy and stuff, and they – they're talking a different language. Like they're talking a totally different language about yeah. certain stuff, and you're just like, I don't know what any fucking that means about. and it gets more and more complicated every single time. But yeah, um, yeah that's our NBA GM survey. So I'll, I'd love to come back and revisit this end of the year and see how they went. Oh,
1: let's yeah, let's. I've got to note these down alongside who we've picked for our player awards on previous yeah, for podcasts sure, for sure. Just to do a, a bit of a. Italy tally at the end of well, the year. We can year. do some
0: accountability for our stuff and then we can do some accountability for the GMs Yeah, fucking serve them. I don't know that they're going to care too much what we think about them. No, but Even I, though I know, I know they will hear it. They will hear yeah, it. They won't miss it. But 100%.
1: Yeah, whether they get back to us on uh, how they feel is yeah. different thing. No. Should we have a break? Let's do it, mate. Yep. Yeah, sounds good. Sweet. Alright, we're back. We are back Let's do uh, a quick Around the grounds um, yep. to, to wrap it up today mate yep, but sure. there's, there's still plenty of sport Going on in the world Outside of our uh, Beloved basketball Yeah So the rugby union A big F on, Oh my god On the report so, card On that one
0: uh, It's so disappointing For me Because like Growing up I played rugby I played rugby From when I was Five years old Until I was In my mid-twenties Yeah And loved it But As the years went on and on and on. Everyone at my level lost, which is a very low level. Let's just get that out of the <laughs> way right from the start. Lost touch with the the higher level. Yeah. Uh, I remember when I was a kid, like, we knew all the Wallabies' names. I think Hello Sport might have talked talking about this a while ago. Yeah. But we knew all the Wallabies' names. I could name all the Waratahs players. But now, I didn't even know who the fucking captain was in the, at the World Cup in France. It's bad, so isn't it? They're just, unless you're a really big rugby head, like... It's just not, yeah, it's just not there anymore. And I was a diehard. It's so disappointing. Yeah. My parents are over there in France for the World Cup. And that, like. what they say? Yeah, what they say? Was it. It just Like It was just so disappointing to see them fall off a cliff so badly. Probably not for the worst, though. I think it's the kind of thing that had to happen for them to finally sit up and say, okay, we really need to fucking fix this up. Yeah. It's just disappointing. I mean, t- like, People that have paid thousands of dollars to go over there and watch them, they lost to Fiji and people were walking out before the game was over. That's bad. And the Wales game as well. Like We beat Portugal. Portugal nearly did us a favour. They nearly put us in the quarters. I did
1: see that. That was their first ever World Cup win. Yeah, it was awesome. Awesome. Well done, Portugal.
0: My parents went to the game where Australia versus Portugal and they said the fans, the Portuguese fans, were fucking incredible. How good's that? Um, That's what it's all about. Exactly. Exactly right. Especially for minnow teams like that. Uh, But... Really, I think Portugal did us a favor not helping us qualify for the quarters because we might have conceded a record score. Yeah, um, disappointing. And now Eddie Jones, the coach, it looks like he's going to Japan. Even though I think he, it's near certain. Yeah, he hosed down those rumors today. before the before the uh, World Cup, and now it's pretty much confirmed he's going to Japan. Yeah. Even though he just signed a five year contract with the Wallabies. Yeah. So, fucking crazy times for rugby, which is yeah. really disappointing. But I'm not as disappointed because I just. <coughs> I've never had the love for the sport. Yeah, exactly. Um, it's just, so it's, it's it doesn't just bother faded. me as much. It's just faded for me.
1: I'm on, the, I'm on the Irish bandwagon for the World Cup. Yeah, you did say that. Long along the bloodlines. Um, yeah, that's where my They're heritage is. They're a big chance is. too. The, they are if they can overcome um their previous previous record where they can't get out of the semifinals or something, well, they, I believe. they've
0: got the All Blacks in the quarters this weekend. Nah, we'll smash them. Uh, but, Win by 20. Heard it here first. The thing is... The four best teams are on the same side of the draw, so at the end of okay. this round, two of the best teams won't be in the like. will be out.
1: So is that South Africa, France? Ireland uh, I think South Africa, New
0: France, New Zealand, and I is it maybe Island. South Africa, France, New Zealand, and Ireland? Yeah, Island. of course. Sorry, yeah. Um, yeah. So I would love to see Ireland go all the way. Yeah, because I don't want It'd the All Blacks awesome. to win it. They've won it. Um, South Africa's won it. Frogs. Probably wouldn't be too bad, but uh, especially a home World Cup too. That would be really That'd be cool. cool. Uh, but yeah, that's enough on rugby because it's yeah. going to make me cry.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Let's move on. So um, even though the league grand final's wrapped up, which yeah.
0: seen Penrith win in yeah, tremendous fashion, you were at the game? I, yeah, so we haven't spoken since the, since the grand final. I was so lucky. Like, um, We went to the game. I'm a Knights fan, so I was pretty impartial to the result. I put my money on the Broncos just because I thought either way we were going to see history, and yeah. I really sort of went into the game thinking, "I hope it's a good game." I, I didn't really care too much for the result, but I was just yeah. hoping it was a good They're game. they the best games and where, where you know yeah, emotionally invested. 100%. And then, I mean, I still talk about the 2015 Grand Final. Yeah, like that game was incredible that too. Cowboys but Broncos. This game, yeah, it was Cowboys Broncos. Yeah, uh, but this game just had everything, and I thought Penrith were gone. They were down by. They 16 were. They points. were gone. 16 points, looking at them on the ground, I was like, there's no fucking way they're coming back from this. And then... Cleary. Nathan Cleary. Cleary magic. It's actually incredible because Ezra Man put together 20 of the best minutes by a half in our old grand final history. Followed by Nathan Cleary. And then Nathan Cleary... Doing the
1: best yes. 20 minutes.
0: Yeah. It was It was pretty special to be there. I was with a Broncos fan and he took the loss a lot better than I would have if it was the oh, Knights. Yeah. Holy fuck. Heartbreaking. I'd be crying. Oh, I would be crying. 100%. It was, but it was like really happy to be there. Yeah, nice. um, it was pretty epic. As it, far this has been like a year where the NRL have said this is one of the best years we've had in terms of attendance, in terms of viewership, uh, everything. And
1: oh yeah, it's definitely been a successful. It's been
0: awesome um, like, year for the NRL, and
1: they are shitting on union in, yeah, in leaps yeah, 100%. and bounds. Yeah, hundred percent. And they're still behind the AFL, which yeah. I think we forever will be, unfortunately, because yeah, exactly. they they do, they run they the do AFL so well, well, so well. Always have. their – they are a step in front yeah. of the NRL, but. Yeah. In terms of the product, NRL couldn't have done it any better.
0: And speaking of which, in the lead up to the grand final, there was two very notable uh, refereeing controversies in the weeks leading up. But the on the night, it went there was no uh, the game wasn't decided by controversy. In, Andrew is, G was it? Andrew G, yeah, yeah, yeah. Andrew, T- G? yeah. Adam G. Adam Andrew G, Adam G, Andrew G played for the Broncos back in the and Super League days. He did too. Yeah, shout out. I know he's listening. Shout out. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: but uh, all right. Yeah. Um. So yeah, still on league. Yep. Um, the footy is back this weekend. We're talking briefly the Super League Grand Final. Oh yes, that's and right. Our yeah. Former Newcastle Knight Mitchell Pearce is yeah, involved in that one. Yep, um, his last game, I believe. Yep. Um, so it's the Catalan Dragons that's taking on Wigan. Yep. Um, I might get up early and watch. I think it's Sunday morning. Yeah, uh, Saturday true, night or sure. Sunday yep. morning. So yep. I'll be at work. That'd be awesome. Yeah,
0: <laughs> um, <laughs> pop it on. Yeah, sure. Uh, yeah, so for Pearcey, I mean, obviously he had his time at the Knights. Probably doesn't have the state of origin record that anyone would want. Like he sort no. of, I mean, you, you, know, you, you, you could have plugged in any halfback exactly against exactly that against right. that team, exactly and right. you weren't winning many. I think if looking any. viewing viewing that whole origin streak, um, with hindsight, everyone can say you know they lost eight in a row or they lost eleven out of twelve or whatever. Yeah, but when you look at the sides, like fuck me, who was going to win? It's it. Like, yeah, they were never going to do it. So he sort of he he just fell in that same, um, same era, but unfortunately, um, you know, he did he did great things at the Roosters. Came to the Knights, unfortunately, couldn't get on the park that often with KP. Yeah, their record when they played together was actually outstanding, but they that, just yeah, didn't play together very imagine. often. Like I don't think they didn't they played like they were together for like four years. Don't quote me on the stats. I think it's pretty close to that. Yeah, three or four years. Only played like twenty five games together across four years, so one season pretty much. Pretty much, yeah. So, um, kind of missed the window there with him. But yeah. good luck to him tonight. So tomorrow night, I think yeah. um, it'll be awesome. What well, to time's to this? Out. Comes out could be uh, could be tonight. That's right. Yeah, coming yeah. <laughs> get the potty <laughs> Depends out. Depends. how we go. Yeah,
1: but yeah, the other footy that's on is the is it the Pacific Nations or the Pacific <laughs> Championship? Pacific yeah. Championships.
0: So it's uh, Australia is versing Samoa. Yep. I'm not sure what the other game is. I might just have a quick look.
1: Well, I know there's England, they're playing Tonga. Oh, okay. Um, yep. So they're in a different... It's a different thing. It's a not a, It's not the... Um, they're not part of the Pacific Championship. Yeah. Uh, so the other guy in that game would be, what, New Zealand versus Papua New, maybe?
0: Um, no, so New Zealand aren't playing this weekend. It's over four okay. weekends. All right. And, and, and the teams are playing every second weekend. So Australia versus Samoa tomorrow night. And then Papua New Guinea versus the Cook Islands on Sunday. Nice. So I see
1: Carmichael Hunt was playing for the Cook Islands.
0: Oh, let's have a look. That'd be that'd be cool. If he is. Um, I team, believe he team is. Team list. Team list. Uh, Tell me, I'm right. Oh, is he? Um,
1: Could have sworn I read that somewhere.
0: He's not the coach or something, is he? Could be. I um, was well, a few names here: David Miley, um, the Masters Boys. Um, but yeah, so Cook Islands is okay. Sunday night. Yeah. Um. Kiwi. So the next week is Kiwis Samoa, Fiji, and Cook Islands. The week after that, we versus the Kiwis in two weeks, 28th nice. of October. And so, and then there's the final the week after. So it's kind kind of like a round robin. It's a bit weird because the the way the international game works right now, mm-hmm. it feels like they just it gets to the middle of the year and they go fuck. We haven't got any internationals at the end of the year. Let's make something up and make it a thing. Yeah. And the next year they do it, do it differently. Yeah. Like Um. Yeah, but I mean. I'm not going to complain. We've still got footy on, so... Something to watch. That's, that's the main thing. Outside yeah. of basketball? Yeah, that's right. All right.
1: Lastly, there's the Cricket World Cup on at the moment too, which, as we speak, the Aussies are down uh, in their pool. They play around once. There's, no, it's, there's no pools this year. this year... Yeah. So this year. They play around once. It. I don't mind it. Um, yeah.
0: They're down 0-2. O- yeah, so you play nine o games. It's ten teams play everyone else once, yep. and then the top four goes through the semis, and then the final. Okay. But yeah, so... Uh, we haven't started well. No. We've versed two, two good opposition. We've been pumped. Got smoked against India, India
1: and South Africa, I think. Handled yeah, so last night too, at the time
0: of recording, they they put 300 on uh, three hundred on us and we got 170. Yeah, we are. So the team, yeah, it's disappointing again. Like, yeah, still room, still time. Yeah, 100%. I mean, like, if we can get some wins against the Minnows, um, not that there is really any Minnows in a top 10 anymore, uh, I think that they can you know, pick up a bit, but they need to play well against the good teams or it's not going to matter anyway. Like they're going to end up getting knocked out in the semis. So I think uh, the big game without getting too into it is probably India versus Pakistan tomorrow night. Uh, That's like... That'll be... So politically charged. um, It's always a good contest. Huge rivalry that one. Like we talk about the Ashes being the biggest rivalry in cricket. This is like the subcontinental Ashes. Like it's a big fucking deal for them. That's tomorrow night, so I'll be trying to tune in for that. The Aussies are I'm not high on their chances to go all the way. I think New Zealand probably up there. India, obviously a home world cup would be pretty cool for them. Yeah. I wouldn't be too excited for them, but <laughs> that's just how it goes. But um yeah, that's that's the cricket. That's the as cricket. Far as we go. Um
1: and then yeah, again, time of recording. Hopefully I can get this out tomorrow morning, Saturday morning. Yeah, man. The Everest is running uh, yep. in Sydney and the Caulfield Guineas. Um, so it's an awesome, yeah. It's spring carnival, really. Yeah, hundred percent. It's So um, good. Yeah. So Ramwick being home of the world's richest race, yes, which, which is the Everest. the Everest this week weekend. Believe it's over twelve hundred meters. Sees all the world's best sprinters, obviously competing for that prize money. Yep. Red Zell won it two years, maybe three years running. Yeah, and I think winner takes about nine million, which crazy. is yeah, it's which is crazy. crazy so the favorite uh, at the time of recording is. I Wish I Win, around the 480 mark. which Good name. Is, yeah, great name. Great <laughs> horse too. Uh, equal favourite with a horse called I Thought So, I, b- I believe. I think equal favourites. Yeah. So I Thought So is unbeaten. Yep. Got a very handy, well, obviously a very handy record if you're unbeaten. It is, think about it. What, yeah. what was I calling okay. about it? Um, I think so. I, thought, <laughs> I think so. I was getting caught up with I Wish I Win. So think about it. Is uh, equal favourite currently with I Wish I Win. It's had the... Sorry, tab one loss. It's had 11 career starts, 10 wins, and a third. Wow. Um, awesome. I Wish I Win comes off the back of very handy Mr. Brightside form. Yeah. First yeah. up, finished third, not, not far behind him, really charged through the line, only lost by half a length there. So he's second up. Great record with the jockey on board. And a bit of a... Not a smoky, but at the $7 pop is Private Eye, who won the race last year, yeah. um, who also yeah. won first up. So... Yeah. I think it's between those three. If I was to give a roughy, yep. it'd be it'd be down on the board, which would be um, a horse called Esponia, trained by Chris Waller. Yep, Hugh Bowman. Um, yeah, which has
0: very up and down
1: form, but when the horse is right,
0: it absolutely flies. Yeah, wow, that's a good – that's a spicy one, 15 bucks. Yeah. Uh, wow, that'd be awesome. I mean, we're going to have a lot of racing to talk about the next few weeks, obviously, a spring carnival. yeah, And now we've got stuff going on in Sydney and in Melbourne, so – well, that's um,
1: it. We've got Cox Plate, Caulfield Cup, yeah. Melbourne Cup coming yeah. up. So this is the grand final uh, for the spring in Sydney. Yeah. Their their main carnival is obviously in the autumn with the with the Golden Slipper and yeah. Sydney Cup. Yeah. Um, but yeah.
0: No, sounds good.
1: Is there anything else? I think that's pretty much it in the world of sport, mate. We're just eagerly waiting for the NBA season to kick
0: off, yeah, aren't we? we finally get some minutes from players that are meant to be playing big minutes, it's going to be good. Yeah, so they can, will be worth talking about. What's the uh, opening game? Do we do we have that?
1: Opening night is set for the twenty fourth of October, which sees the Nuggets coming up against the Lakers. Great yeah, that's game, a good one. And the Suns up against the Warriors. That's
0: a good card, straight up. isn't yeah. it? Speaking I of cards, the Celtics were open just before we finish. Yeah, Volk and Islam. Seeing that, bro. How I'm fucking good. Probably is that?
1: not waking up at four to watch it though. Will it be on that early? It's over at. It's um, in Abu Dhabi. Yeah. Yeah. I, from what I've read I've read a few articles on it Because I was pumped It's not this weekend The following weekend Yeah we are Pumped for it And then I'd yeah, seen where it was And the yeah. time slot That they've got locked in for it Dude ah, The balls it. on that dude Crazy Yeah
0: It's fucking awesome Because he's
1: going up The division isn't he I can't Because I, 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 I don't think I don't Islam know. can drop the weight Oh so yeah I think, oh, he, yeah, but makes I think he's makes makes going up The division um, yeah. Once again The yeah. dude's an animal like, yeah. Proud to be an Aussie like yeah, he, 100%. yeah 100% Yeah He no, makes you proud To be an Australian awesome
0: It's going to be good Yeah Anyway, we will have some news on that. Probably cover a bit more next week. And then the week after that is, well, when's the fight? Is it next weekend?
1: Next weekend. That's fucking crazy. And then we're rolling into NBA season.
0: That's right. Yeah, That's right. Looking forward yeah, to good.
1: it. That's good. All right, guys, that's us for another week. But um, thanks again for listening and
0: bye. See you later.